and welcome back to Lounge with Books. I'm Sophie. And I'm Claire. And we are two friends keeping in touch through the power of books. And the way me and Claire do that best is by reading our book club book together and then discussing books that we've been reading outside of that book. And our 11th book club book was introduced last week and it is The Dangers of Smoking in Bed by Mariana Enriquez. And this is my choice this time round. And I chose this book because it was... Women in Translation Month in August. So I know we're in September, but it's still good to read translated fiction. So that's why I chose it. This one is very different as well because it is a selection of short stories and it's translated from an Argentinian author. The short stories are kind of horror stories. So it is slightly different to what we've read before. So I'll read the blurb. This one says, Welcome to Buenos Aires, a place of nightmares and twisted imaginings, where missing children come back from the dead and unearthed bones carry terrible curses. Thrumming with murderous intentions, family betrayals and morbid desires, these stories shine a light on a violent city gripped by urban madness, giving voice to the lost, the oppressed and the forgotten. Lucid and darkly poetic, unsettling and otherworldly, these tales of revenge, witchcraft and fetishes are a masterpiece of contemporary gothic and a bewitching exploration of the dark inclinations that threaten to lead us over the edge. Ooh! <laughs> I think this sounds brilliant. I'm really looking forward to reading these short stories. I am too, and I'm also quite scared. Like, yes. how how disturbing are they going to be? Yeah. The cover of this book in itself is disturbing, but oddly, I can't look away. Yeah, it's really good. It's it's we got a girl's face, and she's got an eye in the middle of her forehead. I mean, we're going to put a picture of this, and then one thumb is stuck in her eye. And then she's mm. got a tongue with a cigarette. Yeah, curled up inside it, coming out the other eye, which is uh, most bizarre. So yeah, I'm a bit disturbed and interested, and yeah, a selection of short stories. I mean. It's something new. It's not something I usually read. Yeah, so. and it's our first short story book as well, so it's good. Yeah. Something different. So we're going to read the start of Angelita Unearthed. Shall I, shall I go for it? Yeah, go for okay. it, Claire. My grandma didn't like the rain, and before the first drops fell... When the sky grew dark, she would go out to the backyard with bottles and bury them halfway, with the whole neck underground. She believed those bottles would keep the rain away. I followed her around asking, Grandma, why don't you like the rain? Why don't you like it? No reply. Grandma dodged my questions, shovel in hand, wrinkling her nose to sniff the humidity in the air. If it did eventually rain, whether it was drizzle or a thunderstorm, she shut the doors and windows and turned up the volume on the TV to drown out the sound of the wind and the raindrops on the zinc roof of the house. And if the downpour coincided with her favourite show, Combat, there wasn't a soul who could get a word out of her because she was hopelessly in love with Vic Morrow. I just loved the rain because it softened the dry earth and let me indulge in my obsession with digging. And boy, did I dig. I used the same shovel as Grandma, a very small one, like a child's beach toy only made of metal and wood instead of plastic. 
The plot at the far end of the yard held little pieces of green glass with edges so worn they no longer cut you, and smooth stones that seemed like round pebbles or small beach rocks. What were those things doing out behind my house? Someone must have buried them there. Once I found an oval-shaped stone the size and colour of a cockroach without legs or antennae. On one side it was smooth and on the other side some notches formed the clear features of a smiling face. I showed it to my dad, thrilled because I thought I'd found myself an ancient artefact, but he told me it was just a coincidence that the marks formed a face. My dad never got excited about anything. I also found some black dice with nearly invisible white dots. I found shards of apple green and turquoise frosted glass and grandma remembered they'd once been part of an old door. I also used to play with worms, cutting them up into tiny pieces. It wasn't that I enjoyed watching the mutilated bodies writhe around before going on their way. I thought that if I really cut up the worm, sliced it like an onion ring by ring, it wouldn't be able to regenerate. I never did like creepy crawlies. Ooh. What an interesting beginning. Yes. Well... Why doesn't Grandma like the rain? Yeah, that is quite weird. Like, she really doesn't like the rain. And why is there loads of random stuff behind their house? I mean, that rock is totally haunted. The girl is clearly unhinged. (laughs) Yeah, I think this is going to be good. I think it's going to be different to what I usually read, but I think I might like it. Yeah, the writing seems quite easy to read as well it's not there doesn't seem too much complication in that no it flows quite nicely it's description but not too much description yeah and we are going to read the first four stories of this book so um, we're going to read angelita unearthed our lady of the quarry the cart and the well which means we'll be reading up to page 54 of the book And we'll be discussing what we think of those first four stories on next week's podcast. Do read along with us and let us know your thoughts over on our Instagram at loungingwithbooks. And other than that, Claire, we haven't spoken about what we've been reading for like the last two weeks. I'm (laughs) sure we've got a lot of stuff to catch everyone up on. Oh, only a a little bit of stuff to catch up on. I finished Firefly Lane by Kristin Hanna. I'm going to give this book a renew. I really enjoyed reading it. It was a big book. You know, this was this was well over 400 pages, nearly 500 pages. Um, I enjoyed the characters. I enjoyed the story of the two women. What I didn't like was how selfish the character of Tully was. She was really quite selfish. She was obviously becoming... She got very, very famous, but she was quite selfish. And she was still friends with... Anna and Anna had a daughter and this teenage daughter I disliked her as well I just wanted to give her a slap another teenager that I didn't like and um, she was portrayed you know she she was a bit like the Tully character a little bit spoiled and really didn't appreciate her mum and it made me cross a Tully stuck up for the daughter a lot of the time which made me cross and that did have some consequences in it and stuff like that in the book so yeah so the it was a good book though I enjoyed reading it but the teenage girl I didn't like her very much I mean do you find that hard though if you're reading a book with characters you don't like reading about do you think that 
affects the rating that you give it or um not too much because i kind of understood why they why the the author had created her like that because it was part of the story but i just felt that anna was too forgiving and she always ended up saying sorry to tully all the time and that used to make me cross Tully never seemed to stand up but anyway and the book had such a sad ending I'm not going to tell you what happened in the end but it had such a sad ending yeah and I you know I was just like what and it was the wrong character as well for me (laughs) (laughs) it usually is isn't it yeah usually is yeah um so anyway that was a renew and now I have started Jonas Johansson's The Prophet and the Idiot and these books are are really quite funny and they're quite historical as well. There's a lot bit of Russian history in here. Three main characters. You've got Johan. He's a bit thick and he's a bit naive, but he's the most amazing chef and has a horrible brother called Frederick who basically bullied him all the way through his life. And they played this game where one was the servant and one was the master. And Frederick always got to be the master, but always played it as he was pulling the get in the short straw. And I was like, oh, and Johan just went along with it. And then you've got a character called Petra, who is the prophet, who has basically said that the world is going to end in 12 days. What? (laughs) Yeah, the world's going to end in 12 days. And they've got all these different tasks that they're trying to fit in before the 12 days. And I'm not going to tell you whether the world did end in 12 days. You have to sort of read the book. (laughs) You can probably guess what didn't happen. Well, considering you've not finished it, I feel like it hasn't ended. No. You watch, though. The end of the book, (laughs) the world will end, and that will be the surprise twist. Uh, And then you've got Agnes, who is 75 years old, who created Instagram. And she never travelled, never travelled anywhere. And she created this person called Travelling Elkland, who went all around the world. But what she did was she photoshopped the, the photographs and things like that and ended up earning loads of money from it. <laughs> <laughs> and lots of, and got, got given gifts and stuff. And, um, yeah, and it's about these three characters that end up getting together. And they're all in this RV travelling to Rome in Italy from Sweden so that Johan can go and punch his brother in the nose. But there's things that happen on from there. That is a mad premise of the book. It's mad. How do those three people end up together? Um, I I don't want to know. It's part (laughs) of the book, isn't it? It is part of the book. That's And it is crazy. This, This author is just so full of how he links everything together is just very amusing and it's very tongue-in-cheek and and I yeah sometimes I get a bit lost with the history but um I don't think a lot of it is true (laughs) obviously I don't know but I think some of it is because he is he is doing world history but then putting his little fictional spin on it you know, the guy, the, these characters, the, the Johan character ends up meeting Obama at one point. <laughs> what? In Sweden? No, in, in Italy. At the Swedish embassy in Italy. Yeah. Wow, this story has ne- layers. Need I say any more? 
<laughs> that sounds absolutely crazy, Claire. Yeah. You read such... I mean, I say you read such random books. I read really random books as well. Just the two that I'm going to discuss today are completely different. Um, so I finally finished my audiobook, Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmis. And I've, I've kind of spoken about this book a lot and, and praised it a lot throughout the time that I've been reading it. And I have to say, this is a strong overdue for me actually this is a book that I would probably want to read physically as well as just listen to it the characters were amazing the story was great it was so heartfelt and heartwarming and you felt quite empowered as well by the end of the book the way that she you know the author crafted the narrative was just it's just perfect there was nothing I could really fault in this book apart from you know, it sort of made me cry a bit at times because it was so sad and you just wanted the best for these characters and it, it was kind of a happy ending, as happy as it could be. So that was a really good book. You know, I can see why it got critical acclaim and everyone went crazy for it. And that is actually being made into a TV show as well this year. I don't think I'll watch it because I feel like it might ruin my image of Elizabeth Sott and the story if I see it on screen. But maybe I will. I don't know. Books and TV, you never really know if they're going to do it justice. Mm, yeah. So there was that, and then I started reading my own massive book two weeks ago called The Priory and the Orange Tree by Samantha Shannon. And this was your typical fantasy book. You know, there's an ancient evil that is destined to come back and ruin the world, and the world is split across different factions, and can they overcome their differences to fight this ancient evil and there's political intrigue and all this stuff and romance and adventure and I was obsessed with this book actually I think I got to about page 500 and there was a slight lull and I thought oh no is this it but then it just picked right back up again and you were there with the characters and you were fighting for them my favorite character was always in peril like i think there were several times when i thought she was going to die and i was like this cannot be happening mm-hmm. uh, but she she did make it all the way to the end which was really good but it was just it was brilliant i really loved the law building in the story considering she'd built this entire world you know an entire an entire world is massive And it had all this history behind it. The way that she tethered that to the main characters made this massive scope book not feel too overwhelming. So it was easy to follow and understand motivations and where everyone was going and why they were doing what they were doing. Um, Which is is good because usually in a fantasy book, authors give you all of this stuff and you don't understand what's going on. Whereas this book, I never felt out of my depth with what was happening um so that was nice and the names weren't too crazy claire they weren't oh, too crazy because no, that's what gets me about fantasy novels is the names was this this 600 over 600 page book this book came in at about 890 Eight, pages oh, or something have you finished it you finished I that finished book. it i finished oh, it claire. wow i finished it i think it was on sunday and do you know when you finish a book and you suddenly feel empty because <laughs> you've been spending so many, so much time. I spent so much time with these characters in this world. And then all of a sudden, you know, I, I was reaching for my Kindle to go back to that world. And I was like, oh, yeah, I finished it. It's, it's done. That There's no more with these characters. That's where their journey ends. 
And I did feel really, really sad. It was a book that I just got so lost in. Did it end well? Yes, it ended really well. I have to say, the build-up to the final fight was so suspenseful that, in a way, I would say it ended a bit too quickly and too neatly. But at the same time, I loved all the characters and I wanted them to do well, so I didn't mind that it was a happy ending. <laughs> if you know what I mean. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let Samantha Shannon off for that. So what's going to be the rating for this book? This rating is a strong overdue for me. Like, oh, wow. I'm, I'm just, like I say, for two days, I think I was in mourning for the fact that I couldn't read it anymore. Um, I have actually started following the author on Instagram as well, just to see, just to see if there's going to be a sequel. I, I know, I know the book said it was a standalone, but you never know if a book does well. Um, I mean, there is a prequel to this book where you follow characters in the past that were mentioned in this one. And I might give it a go, but at the same time, I loved this book for the characters and they won't be in this other one. So, I don't know. I might give it a go. But yeah, following Samantha Shannon now, very interested to see what she does next in terms of her fantasy stories. Um, And it's nice that I found maybe a new author that I really enjoy and she's made a massive book for me not feel so big. That's a really good advert, isn't it, for that book? Yeah, my wax lyrical uh, recommendation of that. And two, two overdues for me. It's been a really good time for reading. Yeah, you, yeah, that's really good. Wow. <laughs> so what are you reading now? Well, my mum came over and she said, Sophie, this book has changed my life. Well, not changed your life, but she says sometimes you read a book and you feel like it's changed you in some way. Do you know? And this book is called The Beast in the Shadows, and it's by Edogawa Rampo, and he's a Japanese author. And this book is like a thriller. It's a very skinny book as well. It's only like 90 pages, which is quite nice when you just (laughs) come off the back of 900 pages. It's like 10% of that book. anyway. And this is about a crime novelist who meets a married woman and gets involved in like this weird thriller with her and her ex-lover, who turns out to be another crime novelist. And yeah, I don't really know too much, but all I know is that it's, you know, meant to be quite violent, mysterious. Um, And I'm only on page five, but so far it it seems to be shaping up to be quite an engrossing read. Even the opening sentences are very, very gripping. And if my mum says it's good, I know it's good. So that's what I'm reading at the moment. What made your mum pick that book? Do you know, I have no idea. I have no idea because it's not her usual reading style. To be fair, when she went into the bookshop, I was looking at Dangers of Smoking in Bed and then I was like, oh no, no, I won't get it, I won't get it because it might be our next book club read and I need to think about it. And she ended up buying me Dangers of Smoking in Bed and when she bought me that book, she said that's when she picked up The Beast in the Shadows. So I wonder if, because she was there looking at like translated fiction... Um, that she just saw it and picked it up. I mean, the cover is quite Ooh. striking. Yeah, good cover. Yeah, I'll post a picture on our Instagram. But yeah, I don't know why she picked it up. But I'm interested to see why she liked it so much. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've been talking forever. I know that's what <laughs> I'm meant to do on the podcast, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, exciting. Books, books. <laughs> well, obviously you can catch up with all our talks of the 
this podcast, uh, you will find the link in our bio, Lounging with Books on Instagram. Look, I yes. did that little end bit for you. You did! <laughs> well done, Claire. <laughs> yes, follow us on Instagram. There you'll have the link to all of our podcasts and our channel. You can listen to us on Apple, Google, uh, Spotify, and obviously our streaming service of Red Circle as well. So you can catch us anywhere and at any time. It is goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Thank you.